Hey gang, and welcome to the Faith Recovery and Music Weekly Podcast, focused on all issues dealing with alcoholism, drug addiction, faith, and recovery. Here, we share our stories, our experiences, struggles, and successes as we walk hand-in-hand with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But that's not all, because we also have some great guests sharing their stories and testimonies. We'll also be joined by some wonderful musicians performing original and inspirational songs pertaining not only to God and faith, but also in regard to our journeys as we travel to and on the road of recovery. My name is Timothy Bryce, and I'm so happy to be your host. I've worked for the church for over 20 years as a musician and as a praise and worship leader, and I've played music professionally my entire adult life. And by the grace of the good Lord, I am 28 years clean and sober. And I'm thrilled to say that joining me every week will be our brother in recovery, Jeremy Garris, owner and CEO of Spirits at Rest Treatment Facility in Montgomery, Minnesota. The gang, it gets even better because also joining us every week will be our good friend and mighty man of God, Pastor Christopher Mark. I truly feel this ministry is my calling and God's plan for my life. I'm blessed to serve him and hopefully help you on your own personal journeys through faith and recovery. Sounds like the Let's get started. Back in black, dude. Right with that beat. It just totally reminded me of that, man. That was awesome. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Tim, and welcome to the Faith Recovery and Music Podcast. Yeah. We're so glad y'all are Hello. here. And I'm so happy to announce that um, as as every Friday, we've got our good friend, Pastor Christopher Mark, with Woo-hoo. us. He is the, the pastor of New Day Church in New Prague, Minnesota. New Prague. Yes, he is a mighty man of God. He is a mighty man of faith, recovery, and music, and he adds so much to this podcast and we're so glad he's here. And, and I'm ruggedly handsome, And he's too. ruggedly <laughs> handsome. And then, of course, joining us, we have J-Train, Jeremy Garrett. Right. Yeah. Man, you look like somebody who's been on Recovery Road for two decades and one week. And one week. Two, two, decades, decades. <laughs> two decades and one week. Woo, that's Jeremy. Yeah. We're so glad he's here. He is the, Spirits at Rest. Yes, Woo-hoo. he is the owner and CEO of Spirits at Rest Treatment Facility oh my goodness, in beautiful guys. Montgomery, Minnesota. Montgomery. Yeah, we're so glad he's here. So, you know, I... Uh, I'm so excited about a lot of things that are are going on with faith recovery and music and a lot of things uh, at New Day and Spirits at Rest. Um, I'm really excited that uh, one week from tonight, he's got back and back up. It's our walking music, (laughs) y'all, guys. Here, wait, wait. Here, here, start. Wait, wait, wait. Awesome. <laughs> um, one week from tonight, Jeremy and I will be at Life Church in Montgomery, Minnesota, yeah, at uh, the Hilltop. Hilltop. What is that? The Hilltop. Oh man. What is the Hilltop Hall? Yes. Hilltop, Hilltop Hall. Hall with mm-hmm. Life Church with Doug and Kathy and everybody there. Life um, Church. Love you guys. Yeah. I am uh, looking I'm, forward it, to it. It's going to be great. I'm yep. excited. I get to lead uh, music for praise and worship, and uh, we'll get Jeremy up there to share his story. There'll be a lot of faith, there'll be a lot of recovery, mm. and there'll be a lot of music. That's right. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Really That's cool. Hilltop Hall at 206 First Street North. 
in Montgomery, Minnesota. Again, 206 First Street North in Montgomery, Minnesota. It's going to be really good. I hope you guys can make it. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. Do you guys have any blessings you want to share or anything coming up that people should know about? You know, um, no. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I love the I love the meetings at Spirits at Rest. Yes. Oh yes. Um, I've got. Uh, <laughs> you stumped uh, me on that one. <laughs> you actually got he me to be quiet during a wow. podcast. So that's that's <laughs> what it's like. Yeah. Exactly. Jerry's just, he's so focused on his intro song. <laughs> yeah. like, Dude, this is cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know a 1980 ACDC? <laughs> <laughs> right. So actually, uh, that meeting, my favorite meeting. Has uh, become uh, and has become my home group. Is at Spirits at Rest yes. on Wednesday mornings at nine o'clock. That's a great one, and I That's know you guys. Awesome. You have a Tuesday morning women's meeting. Women's meeting from uh, nine to ten. Nine to ten. Right, and that's it. And that's a women's recovery meeting, and it's okay. starting to grow pretty well. And it's really neat. You know, I get to overhear some of the things here and there, and it's just beautiful on how they work together oh that's wonderful strong women and then wednesday and then thursday night seven to eight o'clock is Mm -hmm. the open book meeting um good stuff yep on thursday nights uh april 7th which will be in a couple weeks here uh will be the pin night there where i will get my 20-year coin i'm gonna be there (laughs) got something special for you yeah it's gonna be awesome you know and and we're not in competition with each other even though some of our meetings fall on uh the same nights and the same times um what matters is that you find what works for you Absolutely. and right. what keeps yep. you sober um and new day um i'm excited too um this will already have aired by then but uh i know pastor's getting ready to head to Can- kansas city going to kansas he's city good kansas barbecue kansas city here i yep. come he's going for trace men's retreat a men's so retreat good. i think he's yeah. going for the barbecue well that's um, a part of the equation absolutely yep. <laughs> and, i'm no uh, fool <laughs> Which is going to be fun as while he's gone, I get to play at New Day, so I'm excited going about to that. Kansas City. So and yeah, like uh, you know, friends, if you're if you're plugging in and you're, uh, I'd just encourage you uh, find a find a church home around you. Yeah, there's a lot of great churches in this region. There's a lot of great churches around Absolutely. you. Uh, I'm really thankful for what God's doing here. Uh, we uh, we have. Two main services, one at ten o'clock on yeah. Sunday mornings, and another at six thirty on Wednesday nights. You know, even with uh, with Easter coming up, you know, sometimes like, if you haven't been attending anywhere, uh, maybe as Easter's approaching, it, it, this would be kind of a fun time to plug back into a church and and just kick the tires a little bit and see how the Lord meets with you. Mm. I know He loves you. Yeah, He is crazy about you. And one thing I really love about Pastor is that the same way that we are about telling people to find a recovery meeting that works best for them yeah. he's the same way about churches in the area he's yep. he's always always been about you finding what church works best for you yeah your life and your recovery and you know a couple quick shout outs you know we've got hill spring in new prague we've got holy trinity lutheran church in new prague and mm-hmm. i was really excited i got to lead praise and worship for the first time last week hmm. um at a church called the house church in egan so that was really fun i got to do music i got to do uh a lot of my story and uh in a uh in a leading on my i mean just by myself i've I've been blessed to get to do it with other people but this was a little bit scary for me at first because i did it by myself but man it was great i loved it i loved it so much that's awesome 
Proud of you, man. That's yeah. Yeah. very proud of you. So we've got some great stuff going yeah. on. So I think we're going to dive right into oh, it. So we've got, yeah. we got the cup of popsicle sticks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. ACDC. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Jeremy Jeremy's Let's theme song. It. Here we go. Yeah. Complacency. Oh, oh wow. man. <laughs> I think you should start it off, wah, brother. Wah, Whoa, now that's a word, huh? Yeah. Complacency. Did I spell it man, right? Man, that, that takes yeah. a, a lot of, there's a lot of letters on that. <laughs> My brain's going into complacency right now as yeah. I try to think. It of... doesn't say complaintancy, does it? <laughs> right? <laughs> Boy, you know, it kind of reminds me right away. The first things that come to thoughts of it is when we were talking on the last podcast yeah. about, you know, when we reached a certain part in our recovery where we kind of started stopping going to meetings, started stopping yeah. doing our mm. normal thing, right? I'm on the right track here, right, with guys' complacency. Absolutely. It's kind of yeah, totally. where you stop. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of stop getting into a routine. You start being okay with not doing doing correct is that the right definition of the word 100 percent. yeah see guys i am a 10th grade high school dropout so Dude, some of these words i might need to go to the you, phone you are, sometimes you are <laughs> one of the most amazing men i know thank you man so, but i do I'm definitely an uneducated when it comes to a lot of things some words especially I but have as to pastor look at. would always say you're ruggedly handsome. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I think about it, um, complacency. I have definitely in my life um, run into these this, this obstacle, this word right here. Um, you know, when you talk about stepping out of your comfort zone, there are so many times where I would be okay with a result because I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone to do probably what I could do better at something right. that, right? Yeah. I, I think I've done yeah. that in recovery. I've done that in business. I mean, there are just certain parts of your life where you're just not quite as juiced. Right. So you can kind of just let that, that you be okay with it, you know? Um, well, complacency is so dangerous, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was at, at first when there's a song that I know of, and I can't think of uh, evolve the song. I'm trying to remember it, but it's uh, the lyrics go, uh, Lord, let complacency be my enemy and mm. your fight. Yeah. Mm. The, we, we, complacency can become one of our friends, right? Like we, oh, you know, it's kind of like minimizing or justifying. Complacency is probably like a kissing cousin to those two where it's, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, mm-hmm. I'll just be, you know, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, I, I haven't been to a meeting. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I'll go next Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Oh, you know what? I haven't really been intentional about um, you. One thing I love with you, Jeremy, you, you, you're very specific about making sure that you're feeding yourself with positive things throughout the day. But oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I really haven't. I haven't paid any attention to that app, or <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't yeah. been looking at Didn't those scripture verses. Didn't we just talk about this a like, couple weeks ago? Yeah, or yeah. I even and had I, to bring we, it up to my group. And we become complacent. You know, we yeah. get. And then it, what's challenging with complacency is it. It's such a. Oh, what so? What is that uh, silent, uh, or that uh, silent killer? Oh, carbon monoxide, right? Yeah. Carbon mm-hmm. monoxide's like so. That's like complacency. It's like a silent killer. Mm-hmm. We just become like it's all. Oh, this isn't that big of a deal. This isn't that big of a deal. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a really, really big deal. Right. And we're just hanging on. As I went down to the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down 
Let's go down, come on down. Come on, sisters, let's go down, down to the river to pray. As I went down to the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. to pray as I went down to the river to pray studying about that good old way and who shall wear the starry crown good Lord show me the way oh sinners let's go down let's go down come on down oh sinners let's go down down to the river to You know, when you yeah. say that, it reminds me of actually when I was using, you know, and you would get into trouble, but then the alcohol and the drugs could make you feel good enough to where you were okay with what was going right. on around you, no matter how bad it really was. Right. So, mm. Yeah. If you look at dictionary.com's def- definition of complacency, it is a feeling of quiet pleasure or security often while unaware of some potential danger, yeah. defect, or the like self-satisfaction or smug satisfaction with an existing situation or condition 
Well, I got to tell you, that first one, that whole a quiet pleasure or a quiet security, often unaware of some potential danger. You know, what do we always yeah. say in recovery that, you know, our disease is always out in the parking lot doing push-ups, <laughs> getting, getting stronger, stronger and stronger <laughs> and stronger. <laughs> and, and the weaker we get, it waits. Mm-hmm. And the more complacent we get, it's sitting out there. It's been doing those push-ups, man. It's mm, It's got yes. the vein down the bicep. <laughs> it's looking good. Yeah. And it's waiting. It's yep. waiting. Wow. You know, it, as you're saying this, uh, I, I, get, I get that illustration. What's hit me is uh, one that... You know, I'd heard when I was much younger. I believe it's true. I've heard it so many times. Uh, there's a certain type of monkey that it was so easy to trap. They would make a, an opening large enough for him to reach in and to grab the banana, but the opening was too small for him to be able to pull the banana out and his hand out. So he just stays there and he's trapped because he just he wants that banana. And he just becomes so... So, but he uh, won't let go. Complacent. He won't he let won't go. He won't let go. He just and you can come so up complacent. and grab him even. And you just easily yeah. can just come and take him. I've heard that analogy. And that boy, that to me, that's that's a little bit like this complacency idea. It's like, oh, this is a big, this is great. I'll just, and then it becomes that it becomes the very thing that traps you. Mm-hmm. I get, I'm thinking of uh, for those of you that are. Uh, uh, a bit nerdy like me, for uh, you Star Wars fans, uh, Ad- <laughs> Admiral Akbar, like it's a trap, it's a trap, you know, like it's a trap, <laughs> you know, like complacency is such a trap, it's such a trap. And hey, what boy, what is so? What do we? How do we? Uh, how do we respond if we're if we're realizing even now? If you're listening to this, you're like, oh my, I'm in that place of complacency. Mm-hmm. And complacency isn't just in recovery. Like we can be complacent. Oh, like, so it's safe so you're married. Yeah. Life. You know, yeah. like we yeah. can be like, oh, I'm just cruising in my marriage. Like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, you, you can just, only cruise yeah. downhill. You keep cruising, and you're going to be in a whole lot of pain. Yeah. You know, like uh, the uh, you, if you have kiddos, if whatever that might be, we can become complacent in our working out or in our uh, our diets or complacent in uh, so many variety of things. But uh, to to be able to flip that. Right, and then they become intentional to go from complacent to becoming intentional, to have like no, I I'm realizing that where I'm at isn't where I need to be, yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna become intentional about responding to this, um, and sometimes that's easier said than done, right? Oh, very much so. You notice how many words, no matter what we're talking about, come up again and again. Uh, intentional. Mm-hmm. That, that one comes up a lot for us. Yeah, it has I'm, to. I'm still yeah. wanting Batman to come up more often. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, I love the new Batman, by the way. Yeah, uh-huh. I seen you. I got yeah, that on were. Facebook. Saw it on the monster screen. Oh, my god. Boy, goodness. he doesn't get complacent, does he? Oh, man. But, you know, um, like Pastor was saying, complacency can be in so many different areas of our lives. It's uh, It can be part of our recovery. It can be part of our... You know, we can get complacent with our relationship with God and Jesus yeah, Christ. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. We can get yeah. complacent with our health. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can get complacent with our relationship with our spouse or yeah. our kids or other people. Yeah. So there's really, there's no limit to where we can become complacent. And it's, uh, man, I was looking it up here and just looking at all of these different things. And it's just on Google, all the different places where it's showing up, where... Mm-hmm. Where I complacency guess we, we showing can become up? complacent in almost any situation. Right. Well, we life. really can, you know. And it, it, 
I think the best part of combating it is just being self-aware. Yeah. You know, you mm. have to be self-aware. Uh, I, I would say, like, when you talk about a relationship, I think one of the things it reminds me of is, um, you know, at the Spirits at Rest, they spent a lot of time making sure the clients felt really good about mm -hmm. themselves with all the motivational signs. You know, that was the whole idea behind sure. it is when you're sharing your most deepest, darkest thoughts and you're feeling that pain, I just wanted something on the wall that would counteract that yeah. make you feel good to know that there's good thoughts that you're going to replace those negative thoughts with well when you talk about complacency i spent eight months doing those signs and then one day i was working out downstairs in my basement and i went man i you know at my house i haven't done none of those, those things right like i hadn't put anything around our house that would wow. motivate my family who's yeah. just as important yeah. as the clients at the treatment center right so right i actually started uh i put signs around strategically around our house uh, that would uh, compliment my wife and some um declarations and statements for the yeah. kids cool right you know i, I just was started... wondering why you had those signs in your kid's bedroom i will <laughs> clean my bedroom every day <laughs> i will yeah that always yeah. motivates them so well <laughs> for you know my kids so well. That's Jeremy saying he's going to clean their bed. No, if, yeah. I make, if I want to make my kids smile, I just put a sign up that says free cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You exactly. know what, what you brought up, though, it, it ties into another word because this happened to me a, a few months ago with uh, with my my younger son. You mm. know? And, um, and it's so easy for us to become... Almost, I, you know, I say us, I always mean me, because I can only talk from my experience. You got a frog you know? in your pocket? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that sometimes I'll put so much into one thing. Right. That sometimes other parts of my life start to suffer. Oh, that's me. And then what's that keyword? Balance. Right. So now it's like, you know, we don't want to be complacent. We, we don't want to just kick some ass over here and work super hard. And again, we, by me, because I do this, I, I get something on my mind and I take medication for this. You know, <laughs> right. I, that one thing comes in my mind and man, that's my focus and yeah. that's what I do. And I work real hard at it, real hard. But then I have that alcoholic great forgetter, that same forgetter that sometimes helps us or, or that great forgetter that sometimes when we say we're going to try to quit we're going to try to moderate kicks in so all of a sudden i'm working really hard here and my great forgetter kicks in mm. and all of a sudden i'm not concentrating on my son so you know you yeah. had said that's so powerful tim that's that's right on and you had said you guys gave me a compliment earlier about um how i put so much time into me right yeah. throughout the day earlier in the podcast um what i want to say about that is this is where our relationship with god really does help us because part of the, the of the things i do every day is i have my reading out of the bible app in the morning my plan yeah and my one before bed and with especially the one before bed i always take some real time to think about me and my day and yeah. some of the things that are going on and it's amazing how god will then all of a sudden put that plan to correspond with what he wants me to be paying attention to right and a lot of times that will pop up at that point of what i'm being complacent on or maybe something that i needed to change in my life because i'm not focusing on it but something in that reading all of a sudden made me go 
oh, I really do need to focus. I need to start thinking about this. And then that gets my brain working at least on how to focus and on something. you get something. that gift of awareness that right. you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. So you get that gift aware of awareness, then you have to put balance into place, right. and you have to use intent. Exactly. And you have to be intentional wild? about it. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, so for people who are listening, that's the best place to start. Yeah. You know, it's, it's finding something you have in common. For me, it was the Bible app. That was one of my first places to start. I went from the blue book, the big book to the Bible and now mm. this Bible app I love because what I love about the Bible app I'll just speak on this here quick is yeah. they're very good speakers who know God's intentions and heart in these plans so yeah. they can spell it out in a really loving way that I can I can relate to yeah. sometimes when I read the Bible I have a tough time ciphering the message because sure. of some of the be way it's this, yeah be right thou, and the different name, exactly so I need somebody who can put it into terms where I understand it and I feel it in the loving way that God wants you to put it isn't that awesome that yeah. Christopher's here to help us with all of that <laughs> stuff exactly. what are you thinking there Christopher <laughs> well so I'm, I'm chomping on complacency yeah, so complacency is like being content uh, complacency is is more a little like bit more like laziness okay. yeah yeah not wanting to pick the ball up over here yeah. and not focusing right. on something over yeah, content, yeah. I don't really you know if you're content with something and it's it's healthy and right it's, I mean it's okay so, yeah, to be satisfied I'm just sitting there thinking like so we're not saying we're not against being content yeah like yeah. content is awesome good point like really point. being able to be content because like so I here's here's one that comes to mind. Uh, if you know the hymn, it is well, like it is well with my soul. Uh, really cool hymn, but uh, uh, written by well, the lyrics were written by Horatio Spafford, who was uh, uh, a very well-to-do uh, businessman in Chicago. Uh, and unfortunately, Didn't he lose so he sent daughter that's the story. Back? He had sent his his daughters and wife on a trip to England. And then because of the Chicago, the great Chicago fires, he had to stay back and make sure that all everything was taken care of. And then he was going to go and meet them there. They left. And unfortunately, there was a, a horrible situation happened and the ship was sunk. And it was only the mom that had uh, that had, was able to um, to live. I, the other three girls, they had, they actually they died at sea and they knew the location to the best they could understand. They knew the location of where that was sunk. So here he finally gets that information. He's going, uh, he leaves to go comfort his wife and then eventually to come bring her home. Uh, he's in the ship. The captain of the ship comes to him and says, it's, it's about this location that we believe that your, your daughters are, are, are in this watery grave. And that's when he writes, when peace like a river attendeth my way. Uh, you know, that's where he says, it is well with my soul. That's, to me, that's what's speaking into what it, being content is when uh, you're able to truly be at the place where like, you know what, I'm, God is in this. I am content. Though this is hard, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, uh, I'm, this isn't being lazy. Uh, this isn't being complacent. This is trusting that God's in this. Uh, that, so, Content is good, right? Complacency, not good. Complacency causes us to become lazy. It causes us to get into certain habits that uh, that really uh, go against uh, a life of recovery. That go against uh, living that life of grace. Uh, that that 
uh, truly that triumphant life that's been made available to each and every one of us because God loves us. He's crazy about us. He's more for us uh, than we can even get our mind around. So uh, just that idea of, okay, let's go. And one of one of the favorite verses that I God's used throughout my life is Joshua uh, 1, 8, and 9. It, uh, well, actually, so 7, starting in verse 7. Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. Said, Be strong and very courageous. It says, Be careful to obey the law that my servant Moses had given you. Don't turn from to the right or to the left. But the desire that God has is that you'd be successful wherever you go. It talks about that you keep the, this book of law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night, mm-hmm. so that you be careful to do everything written in it, that being very intentional. Again, then you will be prosperous and successful. How is it that you're prosperous and successful? It's because you're very intentional, like you're doing, you're actively, you're meditating, you're, 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 you've got habits, you've got a lifestyle that's helping you to keep moving forward. Verse 9, this is what I love. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Mm. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wow. Uh, man, this is something. There's these habits that we need to partner with. And you know what? Some Sometimes it's unique. The habits that are going to help us get out of complacency today may not be the habits that we're going to need six months from now. We, The the beauty of all of this is uh, we're worth this understanding of self-discovery, of realizing that we can't do it on our own, that we need uh, that higher power to come in and meet with us on this road. And um, and what's beautiful about it is he, uh, you know, just like... Uh, just like a treasure, he's able to to help unpack it uh, and help us to realize, okay, what is it that God has for us now? And, and then uh, again, six months from now, that could look totally different. Like there was a season in my life where I would wake up very early in the morning. I would spend time meditating. I would pray. I would read scripture. I'd just be in that zone. Uh, six months later, that wasn't that wasn't the thing. It was a different thing. It, uh, sometimes life it throws you a, a curveballs. Like Jeremy, you've got young kiddos mm. I would I would go and lock myself in the bathroom and I'd be in there for a while and it wasn't because I had bowel problems it, because <laughs> that was the only safe place right it's, so I would get 15 to 20 minutes where I'm honestly able to just slow down to meditate uh, to, to to just kind of chill out maybe maybe I'm doing an app maybe I'm just breathing <laughs> maybe I'm just praying mm-hmm. but I would get into you know so what what's working for you now like th- this is the time now's the time to get out of that rut and then um, you that's let's not think of it as a recipe let's think of it as this is what works now six months from now maybe something different a year from now 10 years from now something different and the part that's fun about that is because you're worth it and the relationship that god has with you is worth it there's there's a beauty of each and every one of you sorry i'm, I'm going on a, a tangent Ooh, but dude, that was awesome thanks for tuning in this week boy how was amazing i just hammered it home wow Wow. Yeah, I love you, buddy. Oh, yeah, I too, love man. you too, dude. That's, that was that was powerful there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel that in my heart. Wow. Mm. I I looked over at Jeremy while while you were preaching, and I just went, <laughs> "Wow." Oh, I know. <laughs> you're amazing. Wow. Well, it takes amazing to know amazing. Well, I'm mm. so glad you're here. That's some good stuff. That's that's some really good stuff. So, what would what would we 
if we were talking about not being complacent, like what would you say to somebody, Jeremy, like in regards to recovery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, you know, that's a good question. I think the biggest thing I would say was first I would, uh, ex- I would do some self-examination mm-hmm. with them. So mm-hmm. I would want to find out where they're being complacent, right? So probably yeah. be asking them questions about how they're working their recovery meetings they're going to, um, what they're doing in their daily routine, right? Cool. And then as they're answering that, you could probably point out in your mind at least get it started of what areas now people are probably slacking and being complacent Can in I ask that. you they're a question about that while you're focusing saying that? In, yeah. this, this is where my brain goes. Um, so think of a song, right? You're going to as a guitar player, I want to learn this song. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a hard time with the song, right? Mm-hmm. And someone says, can you play that song? But it's not necessarily the entire song that I can't play, but it might be one element of the song that stops me from being able to play the whole thing. Like I can execute most of it, wow. but there's like a section that I can't get. Exactly. So is that is that kind of what, what That's you That's what I would be looking I, I know my for. My brain right. goes there for yeah. some reason, but it's like huh. I think of a song, right. and it's like, well, I can play 80% of the song, right. but that one part nails me every time, so therefore I don't play it, period. Or we figure out what that part of that song is, and that's where all I need to do is teach you that part of the song, and now you you can jam through it, right? Yeah. And that's what I would. That's how I would approach it with somebody in recovery, you know, to be able to figure out what that part of the song is that they're not playing, what part of it that they are avoiding, right? You know, there's a lot of. I'm going to say this, and maybe I'll offend some people out there. And sometimes you need to be offended to open your eyes too, um, right? So yeah. I will say that yeah. I think um, there's a Let's lot just of different. Wait and see what you have to say? Exactly. <laughs> I think there's a lot of different. Um, yeah, we're in sandals, don't, so don't, don't step on my toes much too much. much. Yeah. Most people. <laughs> I, I just I think there's a lot of different recovery programs mm-hmm. out there, and I think a lot of them do work. People stay sober in them, but I think yeah. some of them got started because people were afraid to look inside and actually work the steps right because they really when you talk about complacency and and being okay in an area with not being able to really look in the mirror i mean i think a lot of things come into play when you think about that because um if you really want to focus on the 12 steps they're very difficult and they really make you work on yourself to accomplish it right yeah Yeah, i mean you get through it the that's why they made a worldwide impact well exactly and it's just the amazing feeling you get from it and like what you get to do for yourself and then the other turn of that is helping others so i think when it comes to complacency too you can look at that in recovery as am i not doing everything i can for my sobriety and others and instead i'm being kind of complacent by saying this is okay by not doing this because i'm doing this mm-hmm. right like i'm over here doing this part i'm over here doing the i'm gonna skip to step nine right and i'm gonna i'm gonna make my amends with some of my family that i know aren't mad at me but i'm not gonna go make i, I just can't go talk to that dude that we had a big blowout fight on and every time we talk we fight right wow. like we don't go do that part of it because of you know that's what i think of complacency is like being okay with not doing some of the hard right. stuff because well, knowing that it's dangerous yeah well the, it, the idea of complacency is you're yeah. going into something and you're thinking oh you're okay right when something dangerous could happen you know that wow. you 
And I think the dangerous part, though, in that saying that you're talking about right there is not doing it. Right. I think the dangerous part yeah. is not doing it. Yeah. The dangerous part is staying where you're at and yeah. not getting taking action. Yeah. But it's, right. So it's like, so for those of you that are in icy environments uh, during the year, uh, you know, we, just, we just had a, a, a crazy ice storm. I'm driving back with some friends from Wisconsin, and the roads were really bad. And I, you know, you don't use cruise control when you're doing that. But right. complacency would be like, oh, I'll just set the cruise control, and I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And then He's all of a cars. sudden, we end up in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're not in a van down by the river. We're a van in the river. <laughs> you know, taking what you're saying and taking what, what Christopher says so often um, is... How do, how do we eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? Yeah. Now, taking this whole analogy and thinking about it, now for it to work, we've got to eat the whole elephant. We can't we just take can, one or two just, bites. And some of it, yeah. oh, that's some satisfying. of it, some of it's going to be yeah. really good. Right. But that Ooh, tona- that toenail's not going to be yeah. that good. You know, I definitely don't want any of the liver. But I'm going to have <laughs> to eat some. And the thing is, is like, if you don't take in all of it, yeah, you're missing something. Now you don't have to do it perfectly. Right. You yep. have to be willing. Right. Yeah. To try to do it because. If you if you only eat half of the elephant, right, you only have, you still have half left. Well, and for you vegetarians, they, the Lord was showing me this just as Tim was talking. Eat a coconut tree, uh, like an onion has so many layers. Yeah, and you know, in our recovery, we can peel back a few of those layers. Oh, I'm good. I got this. Yeah. I'm good. Oh no, no, you're not. There's more layers to peel back. The 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 things that brought us to this place of needing to be in recovery didn't just happen overnight. There's layers that have been reinforced. So that for the idea of being able to be set free from that, that means these layers of an onion have to be peeled back. And I, by God's grace, there's times where he's peeled back different layers in my life. And then I think, oh, okay, I'm at a place, I'm good, I'm good. And he's like, well, that's nice, Christopher. We're going to peel back this next <laughs> yeah, layer. And I'm like, ooh, that one kind of hurt. Nice. Oh, that, yeah. And then he just, oh, nope, there's more. You're not... Isn't You're not free huge. yet. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's, again, you vegetarians, just so you know, we're, we love you too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a vegetarian. I, I only eat meat that eat vegetables. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, but I, I got to tell you that mm. I love using the analogies because they they work really well for me. I mean, they just, they just, they, they really do. What right. do you got? What do you got there? I was just reading on a prayer about complacency. Well, let's hear quick. it. Uh-huh. You know, I, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, I was just I'm, showing him quick. No, yeah. man, I want to hear it. I was just, I wanted to see what, so we've been talking about recovery. We've been talking mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff. I just wanted to kind of see what complacency and faith looks yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Right, and I just found, you know, on the Your Daily Prayer, um, they were talking about complacency in it and how in faith um, it, it can be to us. And, and it could, here's what they wrote. I'll just do this and I'll go to the prayer. It just says, complacency and hesitancy typically go hand in hand. We see often this happen as Christians become complacent in their faith. They don't desire to grow in their faith. Their faith. They don't walk in their convictions and they entertain a co- progressive biblical view. They become hesitant in their beliefs of what God's word says and stop sharing the good news of Jesus. Oh. And then the prayer part says, you know, so you can, you and I would not get caught up on this how can we pray against the sin of complacency we must be doers of the word and not just hearers of it doers right be a doer be a doer so we're not just a hearer 
that word here, action here. now. That Doo-doo. word action comes into mind. Action, boy. We, we have action. to take action. How many times have you guys ever been in a meeting and heard a really powerful speaker and then you're sitting next to a couple folks and they're god that really hit me hard you know and that speaker's up there talking about putting the work in right but then you also leave the meeting and those same folks are outside smoking and they are literally talking the opposite of what they just heard and how that impacted them in the room but outside while they were smoking they were doing the opposite now i'm only pointing that out because that's how i myself personally learn a lot of things not only do i self-reflect but i also pay attention to the environment around me and when i for me to understand what it looks like to walk the walk right to walk the talk yeah i not only have to know what i'm preaching and saying but i also got to see how other people are doing it in order to know if i'm doing it correctly or doing it to a certain point Um, right the environment around you too you want to so you good company uh, well, there's a, a passage in Corinthians that says that uh, bad company can corrupt good character. Yep. Uh, I think the other is true. Good company can help change bad character. Yes. Right? Yeah. You know, we so. prove that in, in recovery meetings every day. We've talked yeah. about that too. We've <laughs> talked about that where, you know, we want to, we want, they, they often say you want to hang with the winners. Yeah. You know, and that that doesn't mean that's not categorizing as somebody is being a loser but i gotta tell you i i definitely for selfish reasons i want to hang around the people who are staying sober oh absolutely. but i will i will hang around the people who are struggling if they need the help you know to help them Hmm. but we we need to work this stuff we need to what you're talking about it's like we need to take that mindset from in the room. Yeah. We need to take it with us when we leave the room. We got to actually right. go into life. What we yeah. say and and hear. You know, this really reminds me of. I used to put on sales meetings all the time, right? Mm. We had uh, 27 sales staff up at um, Sanju, so I, I was going to put the meetings on. I had to get everybody revved up, get them pumped up. You know. Yeah. And, at first, what I started. What was your walk-in music? Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> Jesse, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, at first, I would have to put the meeting on, so I would find things that were entertaining. I'd find things that were educational, and I would find things that pertain to our industry, right? Yeah. But at first, I didn't know those things as well. But I had to teach them. So you would get it off the internet. You get clips and beats here. But as I'm putting the, inter- the the meetings on, I would realize over time that I'm preaching a way of doing this, but I'm not actually doing it wow. all the time. Wow. Right. So then I yeah. started doing it more and more and more. And yeah. I do the same thing in recovery now. I do the same thing in leadership. Yes. You realize, hey, I need to first educate myself on yeah. how really I want to do that. Am, so I, you, am I doing the very thing that I'm saying? Exactly. And then how am Which, I going to walk it to the best as ability? As a pastor, that really cuts close to my heart, too. I, I want to make sure that I am, whatever it is that I'm saying from the pulpit or from, from um, a place of influence that I have, I want to make sure that that's the things that I'm living out too, right? Yeah, we have to. And it, man, it, it, just like anything, it's so easy for us to uh, find some complacency. It kind yeah, of gets stuck in that rut. I couldn't possibly walk into the spirits at rest and tell everybody in that group, you know, how important it is for sobriety and doing the right thing. And then leave that room and walk across the street to the bar and go yeah. play pool with a bunch yeah. of guys. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I could never do that because Absolutely. I have to walk the walk of what I'm saying, you know, and when I look yeah. at this complacency, as we read some more and dig into it a little deeper, that's right. exactly what you think of. Man, there are days I would love to go play pool with my buddies at, at a bar, right? It doesn't make me want to drink, 
but I also know that I have a reputation in town, and I need to live that, man. I need to show people that you can have a great life without it. Yes. So let's go have a bonfire at my house instead, you know what I mean? And I'll have a good time and talk instead of going and playing pool, right, at the bar. You know, he never invites us over to his house. (laughs) We hear about these bonfires and everything. It's such a big deal. Listen, guys, I'll tell you right now, I enjoy your guys' friendship. If you definitely came over for a bonfire and got to have (laughs) We might not be friends, The unleashment (laughs) of my four kids and the other four, five, six in the neighborhood that are there. You guys will all leave to me like, okay, we're not going to Jeremy's house again because holy I gotta go do my laundry. Sorry, guys. So that's a perfect explanation of why nobody's been to my house. I've lost several friends through that portion. Come on, no. Without awesome you are and Kim, I don't. I don't believe that's true. But and along the same lines of what you're saying, there is like, you know, what's kind of cool is to inspire people not to be complacent. Yeah. Like what you're saying, where you you're in there and you're. You're, we're talking about our relationship with Christ. We're talking yeah. about our recovery. We're talking about all of the blessings we've had and and how we've got to work hard and do this. And it's like you, you're totally right. You right. have to. You, if you're gonna if you're gonna walk the walk or if you're gonna talk the talk, yeah. you better walk the walk, oh. Jack. Well, there's there a cost. Days, yeah. yeah, there's a cost. There to are days these. at yeah. the treatment center where I have to get some things done. And I'm not looking forward to it, yeah. right? Like I just have to do this. I got, and that itself will motivate me some oh, days I because go I'll go. I'll be a lawyer tomorrow morning. Oh boy, oh, you know, and I'll go. Boy, what, what would it look like, or who would I hurt by not doing it? Yeah. And then I realize, yeah. oh, I got to do this, yeah. right? Because I have to walk the walk. I got to yeah. get it done because yeah. it's not just me that would uh, that I could hurt by not doing it, you yeah. know. And I think that in life, as I put myself more out there in those ways. I get so much more out of it. And I think that's what the 12 steps were there for. The 12 step, when you're 12 stepping and you're out helping somebody else, I think that's what makes it so powerful is because now you're taking it away from you and somebody else is involved. No, I got to do it because I want to help them. It's not about Jeremy anymore, you know. That's a good way to combat complacency, right? Yeah. Mm. Taking action, gang. We've got to do it, you know, and as suggestions... Um, it's suggested that if you want to work a program of recovery, you should work through the steps. Yeah. It's suggested that you might want to sponsor somebody or have a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's suggested that you get all of that stuff out if no matter how it is, if you know maybe maybe you're more comfortable getting it out with a pastor. Maybe you're more comfortable getting it out with somebody from a recovery meeting or whatever. But don't get complacent in those elements because right there's 12 steps. There's mm-hmm. not 11. There's not 10. We gotta eat the whole elephant or the whole coconut Let's peel tree. Peel back that whole uh, that onion. onion. The whole yeah. onion, you know. And and I think our our guts tell us when we're being complacent. Yeah. You know, with our relationships. Or we have people in our life, like you had said with Alice. <laughs> with Alice. Alice is like, Tim, <laughs> so when's Tim, the last? When was the last time you went to yeah. a meeting? Yeah, it says it all <laughs> right. right or there. Kim. Right? Kim looks at you, uh, or you know, I think of for those of you God that aren't married, me. like there's, there's time. Yes, there's times where Holy Spirit's like, that's not you. The way you just responded right. to that, that's not how you act. That's not who you are. Or I've got great friends, like I think of Adam or Kelly or my brother John. I, just all these different people. Tim, Jeremy, you speak into my life. And you're like, boy, are you okay? Because you, you seem, you seem like you're a little off. Those are those moments where. 
Well, yeah. if we're in that rut, and I tell you, guys, I had that. I, 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 looking back at it now, I'm realizing that I was in, I was, I was walking through sadness and depression for almost four months. Wow. Uh, and Aww. I, you know, when, when COVID happened, God had given me the strength to be strong, which was awesome. And I was able to, to be strong and help uh, be strong, I think, for other people in certain situations. But now I feel like he's been able to give me the grace to be weak. And I say that in the sense where it's just be able to open up yeah, and to say, right. hey, you know what? I you know, So I've, I've been doing some different things. I've been reaching out to some spiritual mentors. I've been reaching out to other lead pastors. I've been reaching out to um, uh, some different counselors, just saying, hey, I realize that I there's some things, and I, I'm so thankful. Like I'm not, I'm not in that rut. I'm not, I'm not in that complacent rut now. Where, but I, but I was, and it was reinforced. <laughs> you know, and, and when you're in it, you don't realize it until you're like, wow. T- you can't that... move your legs no more, right? Yeah. You're in the mud. Yeah. yeah. And the, you know, when you're first yeah. moving your shoes, it's okay. And then you start right. dredging and it's up to your yeah. knees. And but yeah. then all of a sudden you're stuck. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. And how <laughs> often does that happen in recovery? And how often does it happen with, with what I call the double digit dodge? When all of a sudden you have double digits in recovery, wow. eh, you start getting a little... I can do that. Yeah, maybe I don't need yeah. to eat that part of the elephant. Yeah. Or, and I, you know what? I do it. I yeah. do it. But with what Jeremy was saying, we have the the gift of that self-awareness sometimes. Come on. Or sometimes... You know, it just becomes that gift of desperation. You know, if we start feeling bad enough, we'll probably do something about it. Right. Or God will put the person with the loud mouth in the meeting to point it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jeremy, do you You haven't talked? Yeah. Yeah. I I go, I do that. I do that, man. You know, it's funny. It's funny you talk about that, but (laughs) there's people that God has put in my life that have just ticked me off you know (laughs) and then i'm realizing that a part of what's upsetting me is there's some things that i've become complacent in sure yeah that that uh that god is allowing their voice to help me get out of that rut Mm -hmm. i'm not not saying that i have to be best buddies with them but no but uh, that challenge is what helps you look in the mirror and go why is this really making me mad it's one thing that's kind of beautiful like so if you're a history nerd uh, Abraham Lincoln had surrounded himself in his cabinet with people that didn't think like him. I know because then he knew that if he was, he was to get out of that, guy. out of yeah. the rut, and if if America is going to be able to find some way to get through the Civil War, it couldn't be just people that thought like him. And he all of those have, vampires. Yeah, right. he needed to have other people. <laughs> Such a great movie. Uh, I know. So <laughs> I I think of that too. Like I'm I love diversity, and I love the idea of having people in my life. That can speak into it from a different perspective, yeah. a different yeah. point of view, and yeah. to be mm-hmm. open to that. Can 
shards And I realize why I carry these scars Weighs heavy on my back and it says I'll never be free Life's pretty to my face, but still I'm quick to believe That things will be different and it won't get the best of me But when it crosses my lips, I lose my grip and the fear is all I feel Got these marks on my body, on my face and on my heart Cause I start to forget when I think I got it all figured out Wanna look in the broken mirror, my face cast in the shards And I realize why I carry these scars My days all in all Time's kicked to carry Till I could crawl Take my hand and trust Something better awaits Knowing my face may be different But our scars They're all the same Got marks on my body On my face and on my heart Cause I start to forget when I think I got it all figured out One look in the broken mirror, my face cast in the shards And I realize, I realize And I realize Why carry these scars? Awesome, so man. I'd encourage you guys. Maybe that's maybe that's a little bit of like, yes, your sponsor, yes, other people in the meeting. Maybe that means that um, you realize, oh man, that person actually kind of bugs me. Uh, maybe a part of why it bugs you is because there's some things that they carry that are actually kind of bringing light into an area that's dark. And maybe you need to go say, hey, uh, can we grab some coffee and just uh, maybe allow that to? Uh, you see what might come of it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just throw that out there. I think that's great. And don't be afraid of thinking we're going to do it wrong. Because, yeah. you know, if we're doing it and we're working towards it, yeah. my sponsor used to say, you know, as long as you're you're willing and you're yeah. working hard at, it, hard at it, you can't really do it wrong. Maybe you can do it differently like what you were saying right. six months down the road. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to do it differently. Yeah. But right now, what it takes is the effort yeah. and the awareness yeah. and the action to put into that so we don't become yeah. complacent. Your way of doing something is better than my way of doing nothing. Oh, that's good. You know? That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Well, this has been awesome. It's yeah. been great. This has it's been really, really cool. good. It, you guys. You know, yeah. I, I think, uh, boy, Pastor had some great stuff today. Man, I just, I just 
like I, I mm. caught myself looking over at Jeremy and nodding, going, "Wow!" <laughs> you know, so I think I'm going to ask him to take us out in prayer oh, today. Cool. Yes. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Jeremy. I love you. And uh, those of you who are listening to the best that we can, we we say we love you too. We're so yeah, grateful yeah. that you're joining us. Did you just receive this prayer, Father? I thank you. You are faithful and true. I love how you've never given up on us. You've never kicked us to the curb. You've never been complacent towards us. Lord, would you help us? If there's areas of our life, we invite you. Holy Spirit, would you please come kindle our hearts in the fire of your love? Uh, help us. If there's areas that we become complacent, Lord, let complacency be our enemy and your fight. We welcome you into the fight against our complacency. And uh, Lord, show us. Maybe there's some action steps. If, if there's people listening and they're like, Ooh, you know what? I feel like they've been stepping on my toes. Uh, Lord, may this be more than just, oh, they've been stepping on my toes and then they just move back into that place of complacency. Mm-hmm. No, Lord, uh, help help the people here to have the next action step, that they would do the next right thing. And then after they do the next right thing, that they would do the next right thing, you know, so on and so forth. Um, ultimately, Lord, I ask that you, just as you had said to Joshua, be strong, be courageous. I believe you're saying that to us today. Be strong, be courageous. Uh, the, the way that you had said to him, that you are with them, that you've gone before them, that they will never be alone. You're saying that to us today, that you are with us, that you are for us, and that we're not in this alone. Uh, so I thank you, Lord. Strengthen our resolve. Help us to rise up, uh, to um, to be overcomers of complacency, uh, to be able to truly uh, uh, rise up, be people of action. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Wow. This was great. Thank you, Pastor, for yeah. being here. Thank you, Thanks, Jeremy, Tim. so much. And Tim remember, Zilla. yeah, just remember, guys, it's it's about taking action and doing something. It doesn't have to be perfect. Do the best you can. Yes. And, and you know what? The best you can do is probably pretty dang good. Come on. You know? So remember, together we are better. better. With God, we are unstoppable. unstoppable. We'll talk next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining the Faith, Recovery, and Music podcast with your hosts, Timothy Price, Jeremy Garez, and Pastor Christopher Mark. Faith, Recovery, and Music is a non-denominational Christian ministry and nonprofit devoted to helping those who are in recovery from alcoholism and drug addiction and for those who would like to be. You can learn more about Faith, Recovery, and Music at www faithrecoverymusic.com This week's episode Complacency featured Down to the River to Pray with Alice Price What a Friend We Have in Jesus performed by Timothy Price and Scars written by Timothy Price and performed by the mighty Faith Recovery and Music Praise and Worship Band If you'd like to learn more about Jeremy Garris, his amazing story, and Spirits at Rest Treatment Facility in Montgomery, Minnesota, please visit www.spiritsatrest.com. Christopher Mark is pastor of New Day Church in New Prague, Minnesota. New Day Church is a non-denominational church with an emphasis on community and Christ. To learn more about this mighty man of God, visit him at New Day's website, newday-church.org. Though we may occasionally have doctors, professional therapists, or counselors on the podcast as guests, we ourselves are not. 
We are simply men and women sharing our faith and recoveries through experience, testimony, music, and the love and grace of Jesus Christ. If you are struggling with addiction, depression, detoxing, or thoughts of suicide, you may need to consult professionals trained in these categories. If you have no one else to call, we plead with you to call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you are interested in having FRM visit you with a faith-based presentation filled with testimony, music, and the love of Jesus Christ, again, visit us at www.faithrecoverymusic.com. Season 3, Episode 11, Complacency, originally aired March 18th, 2022.